everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Talk Recorded live. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Happy New Year once again. This is Prophetess Rhonda Hammond, and we are on Simply Pray. This morning we are actually on... Uh, Facebook Live too, but I just want to announce to you that we are on Facebook Live. The recording is on. However, I am not um, looking at the comments. So if you're on, we say welcome to you. Um, I just have to do two things, and I just want to make sure that you can hear it um, if you didn't get on the prayer line. Um, but I'm not looking at the comments, but you can leave comments if you need to, if you hear something that um, helps you. Um, while we're praying or just during the message that is completely fine, but we won't look at the comments until after. Um, I just want to make sure that I get on here um, and give the message and, and, and do what we need to do. Amen. So I say blessed Saturday. It's a little bit different. It's so cold outside. I'm usually in my car um, during the prayer call, but I dare not go outside <laughs> until I have to. I put up this post on Facebook. I'm not going outside until the weather goes above my ease, which is not completely true, but I'm just not going out if I don't have to. So this morning, we welcome you to the prayer call. Today, I want to talk about something that's just not a common thing um, to talk about on a prayer call, but I believe um, when I look at the commonalities of, of, of what's going on during the week and I look at the things that I just keep thinking about, um, I put it before the Lord in prayer and ask some questions. If you guys know me, I'm always talking to God and asking God, why is this going on? And this doesn't make sense. And uh, this conversation has been in front of us. Hold on one minute, guys. Oh, well, we lost our lives. Hold on, let me see. That was completely different. All right, well, I'm not going to do that right now. Let's just go and, and um, pray um, as we normally do, and I'll just put the recording up. We attempted to do it live, and something happened where our phone just shut down, and I'm, I'm okay with that right now. Um, so this week I've been talking to God and having these common conversations, and um, as I said, this is not a popular message, but I think it is needed because I just uh, – it, it frustrates me to no end. And when things things frustrate me, um, I'm going to God about it and and um and praying about it. Amen. And so this week, um, our message it has a, has a, a name on it. Usually, I may not name it until later, but I, I feel like what is going on and there's a numbing of the nation. That is what this is called, a numbing of the nation. And I wanted to make sure that you got that message because um, it it just talks about some things that I've noticed. Even yesterday, when I sat there and um, watch TV on my lunch break, and I went to go turn on Netflix, which is another common conversation, and I was just, like, scrolling through TV shows that were new or trending and just trying to find something just to watch while I was on lunch, and when I went to go through and scroll, I, like, I would read the what the show was about because it was a new show, and 
everything is completely dark. That is what I felt. Like when I sat there, I said, man, this is, that's dark. That's dark and, and that I can't, I'm not watching that. And so I already always had these conversations about TV shows and what's going on and just how everything is completely changed. So, like, these are topics that has nothing to do with nothing that you um, even care about. It's just wild, wild, dark things. And so it got me to thinking about um, something else that's always going on. And so it's a number nation. And so I want to tell you, um, last year, and I tell you guys how I went through a really difficult time. I went through a really difficult time, and it was around Christmas time of last year. And so I sat here and watched Christmas movies every day um, for a certain amount of time. What was going on with Numbing the Nations is I wholeheartedly believe that we are a nation right now that does not want to feel. And I don't hear anyone talking about pain or hurt so much um, these days. Everything is the goodness and how can I get past this and all of this just to make us go by, just to get over. And so I'm grateful to God because then it made me think about my opportunity right now. My opportunity is that I have a job that allows me access. And I'll never forget this message before I left um, a job, this job before I came here. There was a message from uh, Sarah Jakes, and it talked about God had closing doors on some of your opportunities, but he gave you access to that place. And so even if the door was closed, he gave you access to that place. So whatever it was, if you learned, you know, CEOs or um, you learned some business, you know, um, tips, whatever you learned in that place, he gave you access for the time being. And so I always remember that, and I always carry that, that little nugget around. God, you gave me access. And so I'm sitting here thinking when I'm getting ready for this message, Lord, you gave me access in this job. This job right here, let me tell you what this job gives me access to. This is, you know, what brought us to this message today. Because as I go through each chart, the Lord is giving me access to hospital records from all over the, the country, right, states and states and states. And so I look in hospitals in North Carolina. I look in hospitals in Arizona, in Oregon, um, all over, state by state, right? And so I see this commonality. The commonality is there's a lot of people that are depressed or anxious or um, they're dealing with certain amounts of um, uh, drugs, they're dealing with a certain amount of disease issues. This is the commonality that I see. I start to, like, um, count up, and I'm like, goodness, this, this is going on and this is going on. It makes me think, okay, well, why is this going on? And so it's helped me in another way, and, and it's helped me actually to make some changes in our household, but it's another conversation as far as health because then I realized that something else is going on. But why are we so depressed and why are we so anxious? Well, one, we can say um, that we are watching television, and that's one of the places that we're being numbed. And the TV in itself is not even healing. It tries to be. Um, we watched the movie Downsizing last week, and it had a, a spiritual connotation to it. But the other connotation is that we are a nation that has too much going on, and so they are looking for ways to downsize us because we are using too many resources. And so when I looked at downsizing, and I looked at this access that I have, I see depression and anxiety. I hear people um, just using multiple amounts of drugs, and you guys know that I talk about it because I live in New Jersey. I live in one of the highest heroin states, 
And so this made me start combing through because my daughter says to me, Mom, they want to legalize marijuana in New Jersey. And so I'm like, goodness gracious, if we legalize marijuana in New Jersey, that's the gateway drug to all of the other drugs. And so how effective is that? If we do that, and you can look at it for medicinal purposes, and it could help, you know, when you have cancer and different things like that, and I truly believe. But what about the people that do not have control or are hurting so, so bad? And so my prayer today is that I believe that there is room. As we always say, and we simply prayer, there is room to lead back, lead back people. One of the things I keep saying, and I keep saying on this prayer call, but it's in my heart. And I was sitting there thinking about my heart is to lead you back to Christ, to lead you back to Christ. And that so many people are being numbed right now looking for the next best thing, whether it is clothes or um, TV or movies or drugs. You, sometimes we um, have different, now, now that we stream TV, we have different availability to have access, again, to different TV shows. And sometimes you will see stuff that is so dark and people getting involved in so many things. The world, the nation is numbing and trying to numb, not going to God at all. Nobody wants to feel it is so hard, and everybody is numbing themselves, trying to get away from God. And I don't understand it because for me, um, when I'm hurting, when I'm in pain, when I'm broken, that is the first place that I'm going. God, I'm going to you. God, I'm going to you. I get it. That we've been away from God so long that we don't know how to get back to him. Or um, there's so, many, so much misinformation out here that we've walked away from God. I thank God that he has not come back yet to give us an opportunity to get back to him. But that I think our sole responsibility is to make sure that we lead people back to Christ in this world as the world is numbing ourselves. So we have depression, anxiety, right? And then we have, I'm just going to give you some just some statistics because I felt like for this kind of call it was um, needed. And so there's this um Amount nine point seven billion for two thousand and seventeen. So the world would stand to make a nine point seven billion in the year of two thousand and seventeen just off of marijuana sales. Um, we know that as a gateway, um, New Jersey could reap as much as um, one billion dollars if it is legalized. Um, we know that marijuana is a gateway drug. I'm going to say it again. And New Jersey, on New Jersey Times, we lost nineteen hundred and one. And I don't think that that's the correct number. Died of heroin and fentanyl. And that was an article in 2017. And so I happened to be privy to um, these meetings and just things on the website and just conversations. And even the other day, someone came to our door, and it scared the mess out of me because when they came to our door, they came to deliver um, uh, food. And you could see that they had such a look on them, such a look on them that it, it scared me. And so here we are at a time where everyone is numbing. The nation is numbing. The nation is numbing us because we can't feel and we keep going out. And if we do feel, then maybe we would be radical enough to change the laws. And maybe we would go out here and, um, you know, uh, just go and just fight for what is right. But I want to pray today on this prayer call, and I ask you to intercede for the nation, not just New Jersey. I'm always asking for New Jersey because that is my heart. That's where I live. And I, the part that gets me frustrated, and this is why I even came here with this call um, this week, is because 
I ask the question, I don't know if I hear any except for the church around the corner of me, are the churches praying for this epidemic? Because when I say epidemic, people think that, oh, we read in the Bible about Egypt and how there were plagues, and I truly believe that we are in an end-time plague right now. And when you have drugs, because I ask that God, why? Why is there such a big thing with heroin? It has circled back around. You talk about um, we are, I am in my 40s, and you're talking about a time where it was in the 70s, or I, I don't know the year exactly, but the heroin became this big thing, and that you thought it would win a bay and it was over with, and people didn't fool with it. And now the heroin and fentanyl and all of these things have come back. And so even when you talk about marijuana being a gateway drug, then there's people that move from marijuana to pills numbing, that that drug is not enough. And so we move to the next place. And so I'm thinking to myself, and this is my prayer, I don't hear, I don't see ministers talking about it. I don't see ministers um, getting people together. I don't see ministers, um, and, and maybe I just don't see it. I don't hear anyone saying that the church called and he said bring all of the addicts up to the front and that they had prayer for them. Is it too much? Because the addicts have problems, and, and yes, they take from and, and all of that, but those people need love, and we need to intercede. We are interceding today, and, and this is a bold statement, but I'm frustrated because I know what drugs can do to a family. I've experienced it. Still have family members that are um, addicts and just different things, and so my whole, my soul, my heart is that when I hear about the addiction, one, I always ask, what is the root of the problem? What is the stronghold? There's strongholds that, you know, we're living in the sins of our father's fathers. But then when I get so frustrated, I'm like, what is the bottom line? What are you hurting from? I can give you a list of when I said last year what I was actually frustrated or what I was um, watching TV to numb myself. And we're going through so many different things. But is anybody telling anybody that sometimes you are going through different things for the, the um, results of your own and the things that you have done? but that we have suffering, that we must suffer. And so I want to give you the scripture in Philippians 3 and 10. And and, and I wish, and, and my heart is, and, and, and I'm going to pray about it, and I really believe that it's where I want to go, that we always talk about the, the great things in church, right, that God's going to give you this and this, this, and this. But no one talks about the suffering, the long suffering that we may, that we must suffer, that we will be here and that we will live this life, but that there's rewards on the other side. And so when we go through things, that God is with us. He hasn't left us. He hasn't turned his back on us, but that we have to suffer just as Christ suffered. So I'm going to go over to Philippians 3 and 10. Um, let me get it together because it's one of these scriptures in my Bible that's in the crease at the bottom. You know how you got to, like, push the Bible and, and get it all together. <clears throat> Hold on one second. All right. And in this in this um, scripture, in this chapter, or in this section of this chapter, the the Philippians three is the inadequacy of the flesh, right? That's the um, title of three. And then when I get down to um, eight, it says the sufficiency of Christ is, is chapter three through fourteen. So I'm just going to start with um, number eight. More than that, I also consider everything to be a loss in view of the surpassing value of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. Because of him, I have suffered the loss of all things, and I consider them filled so that I may gain Christ. Hold on to that. So that I may gain Christ and be found 
in him, not having a righteousness of my own, but the law, but one that is through faith in Christ, the righteousness from God based on faith. And this is 10. My goal is to know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering, being conformed to his death. That is the goal. And so we have all these goals. I'm opening up January. I put my vision board up there. But my goal, my goal, I have many goals, but my goal is in Philippians 3 and 10 is to, my goal is, if you do nothing else, I always have this hashtag, goals with God. Goals with God. My goal is to know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings, being conformed to his death, that we are to live this life that we are going to be conformed to his death, that we are going to go through some things, that we are going to go through struggles, but that those struggles bring us closer to God. Every time I go through a thing, a circumstance, an issue, it brings me back to God. We can always blame it on the enemy, but if I go to Job, Job had to, um, the enemy had to go to God and ask for the permission to go to Job or to even um, get involved in Job's stuff and, and tested him. And the Lord said, go ahead, because I know Job. He's my servant. And so when you think about that, we can't always blame it on the enemy. Some things are or are, are our own accord. Some things are, like I said, passed down from generations. Some things are bad decisions on our part. But sometimes you are just going through things because God is like, you want, you're going to have to suffer because I'm trying to bring you closer to me. I'm taking you through this. But, but what happens is we're getting further and further and further away from God. And as a nation, we are further and further away from God. We have to be further and further away from God because, as you see, just right now it's cold. And you can, you can, you can um, try it for yourself. As you're cold and today is Saturday and you may not be going out to a bunch of places and you'll be in the house, you look at TV and look at it from the spirit of discernment and just ask God to help you see. You would see that there's so much filled. And I'm not talking about my dad and I had this conversation um, the other day. I said, Dad, this is not, um, I said, we always say when you watch TV, back in the day it was HBO and and, um, Cinemax and Showtime. That was what you bought. And I said, but this this show right here was like a regular show, and it was around this time, and it just went somewhere else. And I was like, so this is like, and I said to him, I said, this is um, modern-day porn that we didn't even sign up for. And I was like, and it's just too much. And so I always have this conversation that we have to turn off the TV and pick up the Bible and read more, but it's coming to a time where the nation is being numbed, where there's TV shows about marijuana and the sales of marijuana, and it started years ago. And so now they want to legalize it, and it's just a, a law and a law and a law. And really, hands down, it's about money. Because if you see, it says the nation's going to, it will hit $9.7 billion in 2017. Just over, that's marijuana sales. And so if we keep on going, where is our nation going to be? And when you look up, that nation involves the people that live next door to you, and there's looting and all different kind of things. And so as a prayer call today that we would take the stance because it says, the Bible says if my people would just humble themselves and pray. And I'm guilty of it. Sometimes we're so busy worrying about certain things that we're not praying as much. But my year, my January um, you saw me put up the video last night, just because you are God. And that's where we're going this year. That's all we, we have. You have some goals. I know you have them in front of you, but just because you are God, that's where we need to go and get in front of God and pray and talk to him and pray for your neighbors, the nation, 
That's what we're praying for today, the nation. The nation is being numb with all of these different things that is spilled and dirty and your kids. Um, thank God my kids are grown right now because they would be exposed to stuff at a whole nother level. And you have to um, pray and anoint your kids at a whole other level, but not even because they're grown. I'm always praying for these kids because they're being exposed to stuff that I have no idea because that is our nation today. And it um, bothers me. It frustrates me. Um, it angers me, and this is why we are here on this prayer call today, because they are numbing the nation. And so today, we um, on this prayer call are simply praying, and our simple prayer today is about numbing the nation and this epidemic that is around us and that surrounds us. And it doesn't um, – we had this conversation about the pizza man, and I'm like, that bothers me. And, and um, the conversation was – um, my daughter was like, Mom, I know, but he made some decisions. But it's not for us not to care. It's just not for us not to care. We can't just keep turning a blind eye on what's going around us. Yes, it may not hit your home. and Maybe that's not your situation, but it's someone else's situation. And all of these things impact and affect us, our hospitals, our taxes, all of these different things, laws that are going to be passed because of all of these different things. Because somebody just thinks that it's okay to pass a, a drug to just say we're going to make money off of it. And if marijuana is legal over here, then we make money off of it. And then that just gives us another tax and gives us another product that we can make taxes off to help our nation because we're already in debt. And so today that this is a different prayer call, different conversation. And as I said this year, we will be having different conversations and different prayers, um, not just praying about um, the, the manifestation of things. I get it. I know that we all have goals. But but we can't even get to the goals if we have things going around us that we don't even understand. How come we can't even break through um, one ceiling because we have so many other things going on around us? And in order to do that, we have to tear down the enemy that surrounds us. And like I said, it may not be um, in your house. It may not be at your doorstep. But ten, nine times out of ten, my dad would say, <laughs> nine times out of ten, it's somewhere in your community, and that affects everybody. So today our scripture is, um, Philippians chapter 3, verses 10, if I can read it again, my goal is to know him. If you can underline it and highlight it, it would be great um, just so you have it and if you sticky it on your desk, that's where I'm sitting at right now, um, that that would be your goal this year, my goal this year, and, and hashtag goals with God with me, um, that you put that up, that you make that your goal, my goal is to know him and the power of his resurrection, that there was power in that resurrection. And he made a choice, one of the hardest choices, I believe, because I don't know, you know, we don't know what our true purpose is. We're here navigating. But that he made a yes. He said yes to God. I, I gave, um, I told Prophet Stacey this week that I was listening to um, that song. My, my soul says yes. I can't sing it. Um, but there's this part where she talks about it in the beginning, and that thing hit me. And as I was listening to it this week, I kept rewinding it, and I kept telling Al that part right there. I just kept listening to it. But when your spirit says, yes, that's what Jesus did, yes, I will go down there and suffer and be persecuted and, and be put on the cross and be beaten for the nation, all of us, right, the nation. And so today this is a nation's call. Will you say yes to what God has told you to say to told you to do, and that your goal would be the power of his resurrection, that you would keep that in the forefront of your mind, 
the power of his resurrection. We don't even know what that means, but I know when we're in church and we get to that part where you say, you know, can you think about how Christ died for you? The power, you can just think about it. You can't put yourself in his skin, but there is power in the resurre- in his resurrection and the fellowship. That's where we are today on this prayer call, amen, the fellowship of his suffering, that you would get so close to God knowing that he suffered, knowing that he loves us, the fellowship that we, you get back with God, that you stop getting so far away from him, that you love on him, and knowing, know that God, even if, if you're going through a difficult time, it's not um, to, to just hurt you. It's to bring you to a certain place, and um, we have to know that, and I know that to be true because there's some difficult things that I wouldn't take back. It's my part of my story. It's giving me the conviction that I have today about some things, and every place that I walk, um, I have access to those places, and I have experience to be able to move and to be able to minister to those people. So you have to remember that. But that is a, a knowing that God has something for you, not that the enemy wants to push you away um, from your all-true um, loving God. Amen. So I want to pray today because I'm sure you guys have um, just a host of things to do. I hope that you stay warm um, out here because it's serious <laughs> out here. But that this call, bless you, this morning, it's a different prayer call. But that you, I don't even usually use that word, um, nations, but that the the right now we are experiencing numbing the nations, that this is a right now plague, that we are in the end times, and this is a plague. Anytime there's people dying like this, and, and it may not look like the, the water turned to blood, right? And it may not look like the locust came. And it may not look like um, the hail, right? But this is an addiction um, that is going from state to state. And you have people going to hospitals and their loved ones are dying. I remember one of the kids, um, one of the friends that they knew um, had committed suicide and put a, a belt around their neck and they were in the hospital. And when we got um, that phone call, that it is that type of thing. And so we have to cover our children, our nieces, our nephews. I'm always saying our godchildren on this prayer call, um, and not just the people that we know, that we are going um, in this month um, in, to God in prayer, that we pray for the nations as far as this drug epidemic, because um, it's not just that we're being numbed in so many different ways, and we don't know how to feel um, the pain. And even if we're um, going through some pain, we think that it's um, just I want to I want to go I want to die. You, you should see what I read in charts where I read that a man his son is um, just trying to commit suicide and he's taking pills and he's taking drugs and and then he tried to commit suicide. That is heartbreaking to me. And who knows what is going on? Some of this is stuff that happened. One isolated incident incident that happened in their youth and their life has trickled down to just an event, an event, an event, and that um, they just have not been able to deal. And I know, because I know um, full, full on what pain looks like. I lost my mother at a young age. Just different things have happened, and, um, but it keeps bringing me back to Christ. And I will make that, I've made that commitment. I will keep making that commitment that I'm just going on to run with Jesus. Amen? So we're going to pray. Father, thank you today. Thank you, Lord God, for this prayer call. And even as we started to do it on Facebook Live and it went down, we just 
honor you, and we thank you, Lord God, for just the attempt. And we'll put up this prayer call, Lord God, but we know that you do all things well and all things perfect. We thank you for this day, Lord God, and rest that we may be getting, Lord God, because it's so cold outside. If you keep your people um, covered, Lord God, that you man up their angels, as we talked about a couple weeks ago, Psalms uh, 91 and 12, your angels, um, Lord God, are surrounding us, Lord God. So we ask you, Lord God, to keep our cars on the road this, this time, Lord God, as the snow um, is all over the place. Keep us safe, Lord God. Keep us from accidents. Lord God, just keep us covered. Lord God, this month, and this year, I'm starting off with just because you are God, just because you are God, hallelujah, God, just because you are God, God, that you are faithful to us, Lord God, every morning, Lord God, you give us bread, Lord God, new bread, Lord God. So I just want to thank you today for keeping us, Lord Jesus, giving us um, this message today, stirring up in something inside of us, Lord God, that we never think that we would even talk about, Lord God, or that would be our conversations, Lord God. But right now, as we see it, that the nation is being numbed and it affects all of us. And so, God, we come today wholeheartedly, Lord God, desiring, Lord God, that you would heal the nation, Lord God, that we pray. Thank you, Jesus, for just healing, God, divine healing, Lord Jesus, as Come before you today, Lord God, that we just ask you, Lord God, to bless your people. Even as I think about it, I see the hospital down the street from me. And just as I as I pray that you've given me a heavenly view, Lord God, as if I'm just looking at all of it from a side view, Lord God. So I ask you, God, to breathe on this community from where I stand, Lord God, in the spirit, God, that you would bless us, God, that you would keep every home. I don't know every person's name. But, God, right now we intercede, God, for your people, Lord Jesus, that you would turn things around, legislative, Lord God, that we've already come to a place where we've already allowed some laws and some rules, Lord God, that is an abomination, Lord God, to your word, Lord God. And so ever since then, it has been on and serious, and every TV show and every agenda is in front of us, God, and we come against that right now, God. We just thank you today, Lord God, for the things that are in front of us, Lord God, that we heard an orator say that we have one year, that that's what they said, Lord God, that it is like one year that you may come back. And we don't know the time or the hour. Your word says that, Lord God, but let us get into a place that we would prepare, that we would see the culmination of all of these things in front of us that your word says. In the 22 chapters of Revelation, Lord God, all of that, is in that Bible, Lord God, that we would see everything, Lord God, and that we would prepare as the angels did, that the five had um, wisdom and had their oil, and the other five were foolish. And so, God, let us be a part of that five, Lord God, that gets things together, Lord God, that we would cover our families like never before, that we would cover our church families, Lord God, we would cover our neighborhoods and our communities, Lord God, that we would um, be the people. As the scripture says, that if our people would humble themselves and pray, God, that we, if we would pray without ceasing is what your word says, Lord God, that every word, every scripture that we can pull about prayer, that we would pray about those things, God. And those scriptures about suffering that I talked about, Lord God, too, that we would know that we were not here to just live this glorious life. And, and if you have that opportunity, that is fine. But there is some suffering, Lord God, because it says that, that our goal should be that 
we know your resurrection, the power of your resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings, of your sufferings. And so help us get to a place, Lord God, where we get close to you and we know about your sufferings, God, that we not pull away, that we get closer to you, Lord Jesus, that we get so close to you. Your word says in James that if we draw nigh to you, you draw nigh to us. And so today, God, that we commit that we would get closer to you, Lord God, there's some things in front of us we have no idea or don't even understand, God, but as we get close to you, God, you give us the revelation of matters, or God, you give us the answers, that desiring that we are asking you, God, help us to understand. This thing in front of me, is this a generational curse? Is this something that I'm going through? How am I going to break this? How am I going to break this thing off for me? I thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. How am I going to break this thing off of me? Lord God, that we get so close to you that we ask those questions. Lord God, the mysteries that you have, those things that we're dealing with, Lord God, and you have every answer for us. You give us, this is where it started, and this is how it happened, and this is what you need to do to get healed from this and get closer to me, Lord God. And so I desire that I would draw closer to you, Lord God. I feel already that I'm close to you, but not even close enough. And so that would be our prayer Today, Lord God, as a nation, God, that we would draw close to you, draw nigh to you, Lord God, that we would worship you just because. Thank you, Jesus. Just because you are God, Lord God, you are God and God alone, Lord God, you owe us nothing. Lord God, that we are here. And Lord God, I don't want to live this life without you. I do not want to live this life without you, and I won't. And so, God, even at this time, Lord God, that um, we've been talking about the Bible and, and how. Um, there's so many versions and so many things, Lord God, that you help us. Thank you, Jesus. My, my spirit weeps this morning. Lord God, that you would help us to get to your true word. Thank you, Jesus, that you would help us to just know who you are, Lord God, that we would not take this for granted, Lord God, that in this time, thank you, Jesus, that we would just get to know you, Lord God, that is my prayer. Lord God, because you so love us. You so love me. You so love your people, God, and we just thank you, Lord God, that they they are broken, the contrite spirit, Lord God, but you're married to the backslider, Lord God. And so even as we backslide, God, bring us back, Lord God, bring us back to that word that pricked our hearts, Lord God, even if mom took us to church when we were little and those words, Lord God, that were there, the word that we hid in our, in our hearts so that we may not sin against you, Lord God, bring those things up to remembrance. Lord God, and let us know that it wasn't in vain, Lord God, that you were just taking us through life, Lord God, and we have made some bad decisions, but that we come back to you, Lord God. We pray for your people right now, Lord Jesus. These laws, these people, these children, thank you, Jesus. That's all. And I talked about it last week, children dying from OD, Lord God. That saddens me to no end, Lord Jesus. God, we ask you. We come today, Lord God, and put the nation, hey, God, we bring and put the nation on the altar today, Lord Jesus, for this addiction, Lord God, for the substance, Lord God, for the, the, the will of your people to make more dollars, Lord God, than worrying about souls. Yes, God, that your heart cares more about the people than mammon, Lord God, and so we thank you today, Lord God that we come on this prayer call and we pray, Lord God, and we cry out for your people. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, that we cry out. Yes, God, that you we cry out for your people, God, that you would deliver, deliver us. Yes, God, deliver our families that are afflicted by all of this. Lord God, let us go to the root of the problem. 
And God, I ask you today, yes, God, that you would put it on the heart of your churches not to just overlook their situation. Yes, God, that they would call altar calls, Lord God, and say, whomever, yes, Lord, is dealing with this issue, that you would come up here, God, and we ask you for just divine healing, Lord Jesus, that they would be touched, Lord God, that they would surrender, Lord God, in that spirit of addiction, that you would break it off of them right now, Jesus. Yes, God, Lord God, that we would come hand in hand, Lord Jesus, and that, Lord God, they would desire to just change their lives, Lord God, and just walk away, that they would walk away from crack houses, Lord God, and they would walk away from the last $10 that that they have, that they're out on the street and they're going out there and spending it, Lord God, that they would walk away from dividing their households and marriages, Lord God, and they would walk away from hurting their children, God, and they would walk away from their family not even knowing where they are for days. And, God, we thank you even because we know that there's recovery centers and rehab centers that are just making trillions of dollars. But, God, we come against this spirit that just wants to make money and that somebody would care so much about your people. Today, God, we bring this in front of you, truth like never before, Lord, God, that we lay it here, and it's not a popular message, but my heart is for your people today, God, that it affects all of us. Yes, God. And, God, we just thank you for these things that we pray. Lord, God, we so love you. Lord, God, we thank you for this day we've never seen before. Lord, God, that when we look at people, that we would understand that they're going through something, that we would be so careful, Lord, God, to just understand from a place of understanding and your, um, your, our Christ-like nature, Lord, God, that we would listen and not be so harsh and that we would pray. Even when we get home and we see people, Lord God, that we would pray, even for the man. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, God, the man that delivered our pizza, God, we pray for him today that you would turn around his situation, Lord God, that whatever is going on, Lord God, in his house, we don't know him, Lord God, but we've seen something on that man, Lord God, and we ask you, God, to deliver him deliver his household, Lord God, that he was trying, Lord God, but that something was going on, Lord God, and that we would just humble ourselves and pray, Lord God, don't even know him, don't even know his name, but we bring him before you, the man that delivered the pizza. God, we so honor you today, Lord God. We come before you, just even ourselves. We don't need anything, Lord God, but we need more of you. And we just thank you, God, because you are so holy, God. And we honor you today. We thank you, God, for just your people coming on the line today. And we ask you to bless their households. God, bless their the fruit, Lord God. This time of the year, we give our first fruits, Lord God, and whatever that looks like to them. God, our first fruit for you is this prayer, Lord God, and just getting in front of you, Lord Jesus, and just hearing from you. Our first fruit, Lord God, we offer ourselves to you, God, sacrificing, God, Just the things that we want to do, Lord God, our first. God, giving you our first. It's our first part of this morning, God, and we thank you. As soon as we get up, Lord God, we're thinking about you, Jesus. And as we get up on this Saturday that we pray, and God, we ask you just to bless this day in Jesus' name, Lord God. We thank you, God, because you love us like no other, Lord God. You're closer than a brother, and we thank you, Jesus. We thank you, God, because you loved us from the beginning to the end, Lord God, we thank you, God, because you 
fearfully and wonderfully made us, Lord God. We thank you, God, because you delight in us, Lord God. And thank you, Lord Jesus, because you give us the desires of our heart. Lord God, the desires of our heart today is for these people. I don't know them all. Lord God, but it is my heart, Lord God, that I pray for these people, that I pray for the problem, Lord Jesus. I pray for the problem. Lord God, I pray, Lord God, that as I go into that church, uh, with the church St. Bartholomew, Lord Jesus, in their meetings that they have, Lord God, that you would heal those people, Lord God. And then I pray, Lord Jesus, that more people um, would have a heart for the things that you are concerned about, Lord Jesus. And, Lord God, that we wouldn't keep our mouths closed, that we would just pray and talk to you about everything. Lord God, we thank you for this prayer today. God, we ask you just to raise up people that would not be afraid to just say and pray and say and pray and simply pray, Lord Jesus. We thank you for all things. We ask you to bless this name in your name, a name that is um, above all names. Lord God, in Jesus' name we pray, amen, amen, and amen. We thank you so much for joining us for prayer this morning. Oh, God, we honor you. Oh, God, we honor you. And we thank you. Oh, God, we honor you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, God. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, God. We thank you so much for joining us for prayer today. That's probably why I couldn't go on Facebook Live. It just shut right off because it was like this prayer wouldn't have went that way probably if I would have had that um, distraction. So we thank God for all things um, because I believe that this prayer needed to be prayed. This morning, we ask God to just bless you all. Um, if you're here today on the prayer line, or if you come later, that God will bless you, um, like never before, and that we would pray, um, and we would humble ourselves and just pray and pray for the things that those things that just stir me up. And my sister says they grind my gears. That's how she says it. And this thing has grind my gears to to no end, um, because I so so care, and it's the heart of God. And so we thank you for joining us today. Um, we'll be back next Saturday at 7 a.m. As always, you can always go back and listen to other prayer calls. The, the number, I believe, is 375 prayer calls from the last five years. If you go to TalkShoe.com, you can put in the pin number 117-625. You can go back and listen to any prayer call. Um, but we just thank God for what he's doing in our lives, um, that we just so are we're so concerned about um, the things that matter to God, and so we just keep on going, um, and we keep on doing what the Lord says. Amen. We'll be on Bible study on February 22nd. Um, the prophet is she's teaching a financial um, book, and that'll be on Monday night at 8.30. And so if you did not join the last two Bible studies, this will be a great time to start the new year off with, number one, your goal. Um, that we read this morning, my goal is to know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering. That should be your primary goal. But then your next goal, it's about your finances and really looking at some things and getting some things together. Um, Because this year we've been wholeheartedly just looking at our finances and saying, God, what's important and what's not important. And that's why I get in this Netflix conversation because we had to cut cable off. Um, We had to cut some things down that that we're holding us back and and we're not putting the important things first. And so, you know, we were talking about insurance policies because that's another area that grinds my gears where um, as a people we don't have policies 
and we're dying and we leave the um, responsibility to our loved ones and it's very heavy. It's very heavy. Um, and so if you need those references, this is just FYI. We have an awesome lady that is a God-fearing woman that I met when I was outside walking and the Holy Spirit just dropped it on me and, and said, ask her, are you an insurance lady? And she wrote us policies and we are so grateful because we don't have to worry about that. We just make sure that God provides and pays for it. And so I can go on and on, but just cleaning up your life and trusting God in the process and and letting him um, conform you and transform you into a new being. Um, you look back and you say, who I was today, who I am today is not the person that I was years ago. And I just keep letting God do it over and over again. And it's uncomfortable and it doesn't look like anything that I thought it would look like, but I'm, I'm, I, be, I believe in God, and I believe that he has such a great, beautiful plan for me. There's blueprints for Rhonda, just Rhonda, the dwelling of Rhonda, this house. I heard someone say at the service that we went to, when you leave this house, your house is sold, and you go to another house. And so you have to leave this body, the house that you live in. You definitely do. So you take care of it. You clean it up. But your goal is to prepare for the house for time being. And so when this house is sold, you move out and you move to your new house. And so while you're here, do the best that you can do. But that is also um, making God your true and living um, number one. You know how you say your day is your, your number one from day one? I heard my, my son's girlfriend say that. That's who God is, my number one from day one. So I'm going to end right there. <laughs> you guys be blessed. Have an amazing day. And um, as you always say, be fit and be blessed. Amen.